0: Welcome to the Faith and Investing Podcast, brought to you by the Eventide Center for Faith and Investing. We are an educational initiative of Eventide Asset Management, where our aim is to inspire an authentically Christian practice of modern investing. This podcast features conversations with thought leaders in the space of faith and investing, and also functions as an audio digest of the articles we feature in our online journal at faithandinvesting.com.
1: Welcome back to the Faith and in Investing podcast. I'm Matt Gallian with the Eventide Center for Faith and Investing. What can the book of Revelation teach us about investing? At the end of the book of Revelation, two cities are held up in contrast to one another, Babylon and the New Jerusalem. In today's article, Leah Archibald and Will Messenger compare the economic activities described in these two cities and the lesson that we as investors should take away. Leah Archibald is the programs director for the Theology of Work Project and co-host of the Making It Work podcast. Will Messenger is the executive editor of the Theology of Work Project and was previously the director of the Mockler Center for Faith and Ethics in the Workplace at Gordon Conwell Theological Seminary. Here is Leah Archibald reading their article: "What Can Revelation Teach Us About Investing?" What Can Revelation Teach Us About Investing? By Leah Archibald and William Messenger. The book of Revelation, packed with rich imagery and symbolism, has long sparked the imaginations of Christian writers and philosophers. But does it have anything to teach us about investing? We may be surprised to learn that Revelation does indeed give important insight into the difference between godly and ungodly investing. Two centers of economic activity emerge in the last six chapters of Revelation. These chapters depict two very different cities, Babylon, Revelation chapters 17 to 18, and the New Jerusalem, Revelation chapters 21 to 22. To give an idea of the cultural and economic differences between Babylon and the New Jerusalem, here are some of the ways Revelation describes these two cities. Babylon. Babylon is called, quote, the great whore. Revelation 17, verse 1, and, quote, the mother of whores and of earth's abominations, Revelation chapter 17, verse 5. Notably, Babylon's economy is propped up on the backs of slave labor. In fact, human lives are traded in Babylon as freely as gold and spices, Revelation chapter 18, verse 13. More broadly, The abomination central to Babylon's sin is human exploitation for the sake of profit. The result is an unjust distribution of the benefits of commerce. A relative few people prosper. Meanwhile, the large majority of the population suffer as a result of the exploitative economic system. Babylon ends up being severely punished for this exploitation. God brings Quote, pestilence, mourning, and famine, end quote, to the entire city, Revelation chapter 18, verse 8. And traders who used to do business with Babylon marvel that the former economic powerhouse has been brought to nothing. It is said that the merchants literally weep, quote, alas, alas, the great city. Clothed in fine linen, in purple and scarlet, adorned with gold, with jewels, and with pearls. For in one hour all this wealth has been laid waste. Revelation chapter 18 verses 16 to 17. Babylon represents the inevitable reckoning that comes to every attempt to pursue economic growth apart from God. Its example is all the more deceptive because, on the surface, Babylon has every appearance of being the paradise for which we long. Its gold and jewels recall the splendor of God's temple, and it exercises authority over the nations who bring into the city their wealth. And yet, because it is based on exploitation, the economic success of Babylon is counterfeit. The city its people, and its economic system is doomed, exposed as corrupt by God's eventual judgment. The New Jerusalem. An opposing model of economic activity is depicted in the godly city of the New Jerusalem. This city is called, quote, the bride, the wife of the lamb. Revelation chapter 21, verse 9 the New Jerusalem could not be more different from Babylon. While Babylon is ruled by thief-like moguls who exploit their workers, the New Jerusalem is, quote, the home of God among mortals, end quote, where God himself wipes, quote, every tear, end quote, from his people's eyes. Revelation chapter 21, verse 4. Whereas Babylon is a society that directly causes suffering, in the New Jerusalem, quote, mourning and crying and pain will be no more. Revelation chapter 21, verse 4. Whereas Babylon is destroyed by God in an instant, the New Jerusalem will exist forever, ruled over by God himself who the Bible reminds us is, quote, the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. Revelation chapter 21, verse 6. In the New Jerusalem, workers and investors uphold the highest standards of morality and honesty. Quote, nothing unclean will enter the city, nor anyone who practices abomination or falsehood Revelation chapter 21, verse 25. Inside the city, the new Jerusalem is described as a place where people with different skills and backgrounds work together in harmony. Quote, its gates will never be shut by day, end quote. And people who travel to the city, quote, will bring into it the glory and the honor of the nations. Revelation chapter 21, verse 25. This is directly opposite to the exploitation endemic to Babylon. Its commerce enriched a few but enslaved many. In the New Jerusalem, by contrast, the blessing created by economic activity is not confined to a lucky few. The open gates of the New Jerusalem demonstrate how this city leverages the gifts and resources of all righteous people to add to the flourishing of all. Readers might be tempted to view both Babylon and the New Jerusalem simply as symbols, allegories for some spiritual teaching divorced from modern business practices. This risks missing the strong economic message that Revelation intends. Instead, we must see Babylon and the New Jerusalem as real places. They are not just symbols. They are cities, real centers of commerce, bustling with people engaged in real work and real profit-seeking. Investor lesson. So what is Revelation's broader lesson for today's investors? In fact, Revelation offers a crucial warning. God sees a world of difference between economic growth driven by value creation versus growth-driven by value extraction or exploitation. This means investors must look beneath the monetary gains of any potential investment to the mechanisms that are driving its growth. Do our investments grow because they deliver real value? Or does the expected gain come from one or another form of exploitation? Are we serving others in the model of the New Jerusalem? Or are we following Babylon's model and serving ourselves at others' expense? Revelations end times imagery reminds us that all business practices which don't reflect God's standards for justice will eventually be brought down. On the other hand, when investors and workers engage in economic activity that blesses others, that economy flourishes and becomes a magnet for righteous workers from all around the world. With its dramatic depictions of both God's love and wrath, the book of Revelation will continue to challenge us to think about the eternal value of our work and our investments. Whatever practical steps we draw from this reflection, we can all take encouragement from Revelation's threefold promise. One, God cares deeply about the ways in which we work and invest. Two, God has a plan for rewarding good and rebuking evil. And three, God is ultimately sovereign over every sphere of society.
0: Thank you for listening to the Faith and Investing Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to subscribe, share with a friend, or rate and review us on your podcast app of choice. Your rating and review allows more people to discover helpful resources on faithful investing. To find out more about the Eventide Center for Faith and Investing, visit us at faithandinvesting.com. This communication is provided for informational purposes only, and was made possible with the financial support of Eventide Asset Management, LLC, an investment advisor. Eventide Center for Faith and Investing is an educational initiative of Eventide. Information contained herein has been obtained from third-party sources believed to be reliable.